Welcome to another episode of Life in Bites podcast, the place where high achievers and working parents talk stress management and mental health in a holistic approach. I'm Cristina Popescu, the host of Life in Bites podcast, mother of three holistic coach and stress management strategists. And my only goal is to give you the tools you need so you live a life lived better, achieve more while doing less and enjoy your family. In today's episode, we have a guest. It's one of my favorite friends and they're going to talk about health in a different way. Health from body and mind and emotional perspective. She's a mom entrepreneur and she's passionate about everything. It's natural, everything is um, natural and essential oils. Her name is Elena Mishu and I will let her introduce herself. Welcome to Life Invites podcast, Elena. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here, actually. You know, I've been waiting for so long for this uh, meeting to, to happen. And yes, uh, as you said, I'm a mother. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, but uh, my, 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 my favorite job right now is being a mother and also teaching people how to live their life in a very natural and empowering way. That's what, what is amazing about you. You are now passionate about working with people. And there is something we know that there is something that wasn't like this before. Yes. Can you course, tell us yeah. more? Yes, yes. yes. I, I just wanted to complete that because, you know, right now people that know me now think, oh, it's so natural for you to work with people. It's so fine. Like you do it so relaxed and so on. <laughs> and right now, yes, I am doing it so relaxed, but it was so, so hard for me at the beginning because normally I was a very shy person. I was an introvert and I always like my, my personal space to be just mine. Like don't bother my space. I just want to be myself with my thoughts, with my um, introspection, because this is what I like to do. And when I was close to people, I was so, um, I don't know if this scared is the word, but I was a little bit, maybe shy a little bit. For example, if someone would came to come and uh, talk to me at the beginning, and I didn't know that person, I just, I could even uh, say a few words, like I could barely speak, but uh, I had to learn that. I had to learn the, the, the skill because I, I realized that it's not okay. I couldn't have a life doing the, things like that. And this is what I always like to give my example to other um, builders and leaders that I'm working with. It's not uh, something that it's not um, normal for you. It doesn't mean that you should stick it with, stick with it and just leave it like this. If it's not okay to you, just work on it. And this is what I did. I have to work. And I worked a lot with uh, um, relationship with people. Yes, listening to, to this story, I remember when we first met, it was about three, almost three years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe more than three. Yes, and you are so different and kind of shy, but you are really trying. <laughs> yeah, 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 because <laughs> I knew I needed to, to do that, but still, it wasn't something so, it was natural, so still, I, yeah, I had to work a lot on it. <laughs> yes, and now it's so it's so uh, awesome to see you and listening to the videos and you do webinars and public speaking, and yeah. now three years later, it's just awesome. And yeah. you are not just a public speaker and a trainer, but you are a leader of a community how many people are you leading right now uh, right now uh, i have in my community 450 people maybe i should say we have in our community because <laughs> half of them are yours <laughs> but yes. uh, still i like to work with all of them and uh, the fact that i have a community i realized that it's such a win for for my life the fact that i have so many different people i have people with different religion different race um different 
mindset. And this is what I like the most, that I, I have to somehow build myself to be able to empathize and also um, just try to understand them all and work with them just in the place that they are without changing them. And this is great for me. This is a big win. And the beauty in diversity is that you get them together and it's kind of unity and strength in the, this diversity. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yes, it is. Tell me, how did you, where this passion and leadership and everything started with? When? Uh, well, if you would ask my father, he would say that I was born like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you didn't. You had no idea about that, right? <laughs> no, no. It was normal for me. Like, I don't want I don't want to seem like, oh, I'm so full of myself, but I just, I, I, I always acted normal. I just like to lead <laughs> and say and tell people what to do. And then I realized that one age, I realized that this is not leadership. But since I was very young, I was put in a leading position. I don't know if you know, but in our country, like in Romania, we had that uh, custom of having um, like the chief of the class, you know, mm-hmm. the head of the class. Yeah. So um, in the first four grades, I was chosen by my teacher to be the, the leader of the class. And then in the following um, grades, like from the fifth until the eighth uh, grade, my colleagues chose me. And this is even more important for me because... You know, when the teacher, you do what the teacher says. But after that, when my colleagues chose me, that was a big deal for me because I realized, oh, they really want me to be there. Like I did a great job in the first grade, which means that I can really help them. And the fact that I realized, when I realized that I can help people with the way that I act or the way that maybe, I don't know, I talk for them or do stuff for them, that was really important for me. And this is what kind of make me wake up to the reality and see maybe I'm a leader, I don't know, but maybe I am. But later uh, with doTERRA, since I'm a doTERRA leader, later I realized that this is such a big job for me and this is this suits me. I couldn't be anything else. It just suits me because as I said at the beginning, maybe relationship was not natural, but helping people, people is natural for me. So I think that leadership for me means helping people do better things for them if they want this, or maybe if I can help them with my example, this is even better. But still, I think that leadership was always inside of me. In the same time, I believe that people can become leaders, even if you are not born leader. I think this is also a skill that you can you can learn during time. Definitely. I think as children, we all have in us that leadership skill. If you see, if you look at the children, I have three and I see them, they all lead in different way and yeah. they have their louder way or their silent way or their in between, but they get what they want. Yeah, definitely. Right. So we all have that one. Yeah. Um, what I hear is that you are one of the leaders that it's so desirable in this world, especially now that everything is changing. Leaders who serve before tell people what they what yeah. they should do. This is what we need, especially right now when we live in a time when everything changes. This is what we need, leaders that lead by example. Yes, I, I realize that it brings me fulfillment when I do something for someone else and it makes them feel better. For example, when I have a mother that had issues with her baby in a certain, I don't know, maybe illness or something, or maybe a mother that 
had you know better you that mother dad had anxiety when it comes to a child uh, cold or something and if i could help her, that mother and then after that that mother could help other mother feeling better then for me this is the biggest fulfillment and i think that a leader always has other people in like at first as a priority be, before her yes definitely and, yeah and i think this is natural for me helping people and thinking first about my people than myself i think this is something that the most important yeah that's one of your strengths but let us to the people that listen what are you doing exactly what we do well, <laughs> yes what are we doing exactly we are the trail leaders we are empowering mothers to take their life in their hands and stop relying on exterior or environmental things that they cannot control you can control your own body you can control your own life you just need the will and the courage to do it and i think that is in the trail this is what we do we empower uh, mothers to control their own life and to be secure when it comes to issues about their children or about their life you always know that you have something there that you can rely on and that these are essential oils and i can always go there and rely on something if i i don't know if i have a headache or if my baby has a fever i can always go there and i know what to use and i know that in a couple of hours it will be okay so this is for me this is secure this is empowering in the same time the fact that i am able to help them have their own income maybe i don't know even if a few it's a few dollars a few euros i don't know but it's her own income that she worked for that and this for me it's perfect because i was i was always an independent woman even if i was from when i was a child i i started gaining my own money since i was 12 and for me this is big and i want to help other mothers other women do this So this is what what we do. <laughs> we both do yes. that. We we both empowered in different empowering different ways using essential oils, the yeah. the common tool we have. And I know you are really good in working with mothers on their business part and financial part and with children. And yeah. my part is to empower women to live their life uh, stress free and anxiety free and depression free. Um, and then I did it by getting myself out of depression. And I remember when I first texted you. You are the the only one. I was suffering from post- postpartum depression, and you are the only one who didn't judge me. Mm-hmm. You just ask questions and listen, and that was one of the things because I work with people with leaders, and I'm a leader since I think forever. But um, that was the first thing that get me with you. You just answer the questions without judging because I was judged so much. It's like you know, in our culture, if you get depression, then something is wrong with you. Yeah. So when I was depressed. and people know me as a extrovert and as a leader and uh, I was leader of communities for years and when I was depressed it was like something wrong happened to me mm-hmm. and you were just there to uh, lead me out by listening and that was kind of my inspiration to get out and empower others on yeah. mental health yeah so yeah, you know this is, <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm glad you felt that because this is how I would like people to feel when they work with me I never judge and this is also a lesson that I had to learn I wasn't like this you you i think you know better we live in romanian people <laughs> judge your everything from the yes. way you look at them to the way you have your hair done or something people judge you but i had to learn that this comes out of a frustration of course that i have my parents used to judge 
Now they don't do that so much. But when I was a child, of course, they cared more about what people, other people think than what I felt. And that was a big frustration for me. And I told myself, I have to learn that. I have to learn how not to be like this. Yes. So I learned it and I realized that this is a very important skill because I, I wasn't used to listen to people. I was used to talk so much and I didn't even care about if that people feels okay or something. So um, when, I, when I actually realized that this is important, important I had to practice this yeah. and I actually I, I realized that in a marriage for example in a couple that's married that, that's married this is the basis like this is a basis of the relationship and if I if I wouldn't listen to my husband I wouldn't be able to work with other people too so <laughs> yeah I had I, this is a, like this is a big deal I had to work a lot with that <laughs> but I did and uh, it also brings me fulfillment when I do this not only to you if you felt better I also feel better <laughs> If I am able to listen to you and not judging you and at the end of the conversation, I feel like, oh, I did a good thing. That's mm -hmm. perfect for me because this is the way I would like you to listen to me. Yes. And this is something that I learned after I moved out of Romania. I think it's also a cultural thing in mm -hmm. coming out of communism where we, people didn't have any freedom to make their own choices or think yeah. for themselves. Everything was just imposed, like you have to do it. There was no such a thing like you have the choice. I see now in my children's life, when I say to my kids, you have to do this. My son, which is seven, is like, mom, I don't have to do anything I don't want to. <laughs> exactly. Like, yep, yeah, but you are not living in a <laughs> Yeah, the thing is that I think that this, this part of not judging, it's also a skill when it comes to loving people no matter what. Yes, yes. So um, I had to learn that because, you know, I was also a little bit of, of a fussy little girl. Like if I didn't like something, as you said about your son, I would still do it the way I wanted to without thinking about <laughs> other people. For example, about my brother or something. I just wanted like this, I did it like this. But then when, I, when it comes to, for example, you, which you are the first leader that I have in my team. So I had to learn things in order to, to help you. So um, when I had you there, I realized that I have to be better, to learn more in, able, in order to be able to learn you, to teach you something. Yeah, so um, exactly. So I realized that this is a skill that I'm missing. It's loving people. So I had, to, I had to learn loving people. And for me, God is very important. And I had to go on and rely on God and talk to God to help me uh, love people. So I think if I did this, I'm still working on that. <laughs> Don't you think that it's so easy for me to love everyone right now? But it's still, I think that this period of time, like with the virus and everything, I think this is a perfect time when, I, when you have to learn loving people. This is the first thing you have Definitely. to do. Definitely. And um, yeah, that I, was the, the next point I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. Was now more than ever, we mm. need to listen just that without trying to fix anyone, without trying yeah. to give solution everyone, just listen and give the solution when people ask. And this is something that I've learned in the last seven months already. And especially now when I was positive for COVID, when people ask me, how are you? And I told them I'm positive for COVID. They were like, oh, mm -hmm. um, like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I just want you to listen. I don't want yeah. you to do anything. And the, their reaction was like, oh, 
I don't know what to do. Nothing. <laughs> just shut up and listen. Yeah, it's, it's normal. Yeah. Especially now when we are so inside with everything, we tend to get inside ourselves and then we just ruminate everything. So we need people who are able to just listen and say nothing and give no solution if people yeah. don't ask. So yeah. this is a skill that now more than ever as leaders we need to develop. And also I was more silent as a leader and I've seen when I made a pact with myself to just yeah. give people the, the benefit of the doubt. It's so easy for people to come to me and talk to me and ask for solutions than me going to give them solution when they, they are not ready to get it. Yeah, and that's a lesson that, a lesson that we have to learn also. I, I also had to learn that. Yes. You're, you're, not, you're not taught for that. You're just learning on the way. <laughs> yes, exactly. And what do you think is your strongest quality or skill that just builds resilience along the way? Like since you were a child, you had to, to build resilience. Do you um, want to go there and tell us a little bit? Yes, yes, I think. I mean, when, uh, when you said about resilience, I, have to, I had to think a lot what brought me here and why I am resilient right now. But as I said at the, in the beginning, being or achieving a certain point you, it means that you have a full experience behind it. It's not like, okay, so from now on, I'm resilient. <laughs> no, it's, it's not like this. You just, you just don't wake up in a day and say, okay, now I'm so, I feel so good. Now I'm resilient. I think the fact that I've, I've always been persevering, always since I was a child, um, I'm not a very, if you would ask my husband or my parents, they would say that I'm, like, I'm not patient, patient, but still, I think I am patient and I'm persevering. So if I want something, I just put my mind for it. I put my goal and I will do that no matter what. Like it's nothing that can take me out of the way. If I see that I have, if I see the goal in, in my eyes and I see that somewhere in front of me, I will go and get it. So um, this is resilience for me, staying strong no matter the, the circumstances. And in my childhood, I think I was, you know, in Romania, I think all of us had a poor childhood. I don't know if there are people that could say, okay, I was so rich in my childhood. I, I don't think that. But Some still, of us I, more than others. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, yeah. But I was a poor child and I didn't have so many, so many conditions, so many possibilities. Not even food was easy for me to have. So um, I think I was taught by my parents how to work for what you want to have. These are the basics that for me uh, were very important and uh, helped me grow so much. So even when, uh, when I was very young, I didn't have so much money to buy food or sweets, for example. Like sweets is already a trauma for me. <laughs> I think I've become a sugar addictive, addict because I didn't have money to have, to have sweets. And yeah. then I had problems, for example, um, when I started doing sports, uh, my parents didn't have money for everything, like the clothes, the money for trainings and all that stuff. So I had to be work hard and be the best student in what I did in order to be able to go forward, like to go on and people would help me for that. And also in my, when I wanted a career or a job, I had to work for things. For example, my first job, my first serious job was as a help desk support in IT. And I, I actually finished university based on uh, literature and grammar <laughs> so I didn't have any any training in IT support so I had to learn everything but if I always had my goal and I know I knew exactly what I wanted 
nothing could stop me because I always knew I'm, I'm uh, able to do that. And I, I have to thank my parents for that. They always told me, you can do this. They never told, told me, oh, you're not good for this or you cannot. If my, my father, for example, he's a very like hardworking person and also very like a smart guy. And uh, he always said, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you are persevering and as long as you are decided. So I decided that I want to reach my goal. This is actually a decision that you have to make for you, for yourself. And resilience comes on the way because experience, I think every one of us has nice experience, but also bad experience that left something in their mind, in their soul. And I do have those types of experiences. And I think those help me the most, actually. The yeah, fact that I, I could pass over and exactly. just go on. Resilience is built when it's hard, not when yeah. life is just beautiful and spring and summer and the unicorns no 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 <laughs> the no way no resilience yeah. comes in the storm in the winter in the yeah. uh, rainy days and hard and when you are close to give up and then you find one more reason to go up exactly every day for me even though i like what i'm doing i like i like it a lot but you know i think you also know the same way that i know um, being a leader and having a very big community, it's also a lot of work. And you meet people with different characters, with different mindsets, and you have to, to grow yourself, to build yourself and able to be capable to understand them and to go to success. Because otherwise, it would be very easy to just fight with all of them and just see your own way, right? So this is my business, I don't care what you say. But it's not like this. So I think resilience comes in every day of your life it's like a test for me. <laughs> yes. So I have to see, to be very attentive to what I do and also then analyze if I did it right or wrong. And then I'm very attentive to every step that I do. And how it is this year for you? Because for me, this 2020 thing <laughs> is just, a, I, I don't even call it a year because it's like every time when all my dreams, my son is going to is going more to school now. Uh, I'm yeah. completely out of depression. I was ready to conquer the world. And then yeah. Corona kicked in. <laughs> and then homeschooling in Dutch, a language yeah. that I don't speak. And then six weeks they, go to they went to school and then we had six full, completely week of yeah. holiday. And then they went back and then Corona kicked in again. And I was like, how in the world can you build a business as a mompreneur with three little cuties in the living room? <laughs> well, I don't know how it goes with three little guys, but for me, is with one child. I think, it, of course, it's easier than for you. But um, 2020 for me actually was a good year. I just wanted to make a. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm. I'm ruining your party right now. <laughs> you know, it was good in a way. Yes. I gr I've grown so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I have stretch marks everywhere. Yeah, in my resilience, mental resilience, emotionally, mm -hmm. leadership. I have to reinvent my entire business, actually. And yeah, it was a good year in that way. But on the mental part, it was like, who? <laughs> I think, uh, um, right, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a year with a lot of challenges. I think there's emotional challenges are like at, the, at their best right now. Yes. <laughs> but um, for me, when all this uh, craziness started, I made a choice. And this is what I always do in situations, in hard situations. I always make a choice. So I said, I have a choice to stay here and complain and be sad, or I have the choice to do the best that I can 
in the conditions that I have in order to just move my life forward and also help other people because it's, as I said, this is what I do. Also help other people feel better and move their businesses and their life to go on with them. Yeah, so I made the choice and I've also, uh, I don't know if you know, but last year, just last year, like right now, I think we're just doing one year of my other business because I also have another business when I, where I help children to learn foreign languages. And I just started last year in November and it was, of course, like not so so good in the first months, but then it started really, really well. And exactly when it started to be well, then the corona hit and they had and I had to close everything. But even so, I didn't quit. I moved everything. I adapted myself. I adapted. I started doing online classes and all that stuff. And it actually went better. I think it went better. For me, this is a great year. As I told you, I already have a lot of a lot of fulfillment, fulfillment right now in my life and accomplishments. And for me, this is, I think it's, it's a great year. I don't want to seem like, you know, the bad guy of the party. My husband always yes. tells me that I'm a party pooper. I don't want to be like, but still, but we need I people chose... like you. We really people like you because everybody's like going down now. And every time when I, it's hard in my business, because as you said, I had to reinvent everything and just yeah. move yeah. everything online, do it. But every time when it's hard, I'm like, if Elena can do it, I can do it yeah so, if um, people around me and the, if the builders from my team can look at me and say okay so the show must go on okay then let's let's just move it on because for me i chose to see this year 2020 as a year where you have to look for the good in people or year when you have to just look for the best in yourself try to bring out the best in yourself because I see so many so many bad thoughts around me I feel them I can feel the bad energy and I don't want to be part of that I want to be yeah. part of the good energy so I want to help people see the light and feel the, the light I don't know about the people who are listening right now but I think that God is with us every day and if God would look at me and he would he would he would see me as uh, like I don't know the person that scares people, the person that's complaining, I don't think he would be happy with that. Because as long as I'm still living, it means he wants me to be here. So if he wants me to be here, I have to reach the thing that he, the reason why he put me here. So I think I'm here for a reason. And if, if that's a good reason, then I'm going to complete that. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, when I was sick uh, those few weeks, people are scared by, from Corona. It's like, if I get Corona, I get sick and die. Well, no. I got sick, no. I didn't die. And no. one thing that stick with my brain, it was like, if I went through that, even if I still have pain everywhere, I'm alive. And God gave me all those gifts. Exactly. So I have to do something. Yes. And when God call us to do something, he equip us to do the same. With everything, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I had that revelation, you know, when you are sick yeah. in bed and then you have time to think. Yeah. <laughs> I was that's, like, okay, that's, when that's I get up, idea. I'm going to move and do what I need to do. So I'm going to serve people on mental health more because if God called me for that, I need to do it. And as you said, it's a choice. And I remember I, I was reading a book. It's called The Choice. It, the yeah. idea of the book is that we have the power of choice to do everything we decide in our life. That's right. Sometimes we are so afraid to decide to do something and afraid of failure, afraid. My, my biggest fear is fail. So I did 
didn't really try it before because I was like, if I'm going to try hard, I'm going to fail hard. So it's better <laughs> to just fail half, you know. But then, as you said, when God calls us for something, he asks us when he gives more, he will ask more from us. Right. No, for me, as you said, like, yes, it is a choice. And I think that fear is our worst enemy. And this is what I, I yes, I told my child to do. When this virus came here and the kindergarten had to close, he, she asked me why. At the beginning, I didn't want to tell her why because I don't want her to be afraid of viruses and bacteria because they are normal. We have them in our body and we have them for a reason. But when everything started to close, I had to tell her why everything is closing, why she cannot go to play or something. So I had to find a way in which I could explain her that without being scared because for me, I cannot take fear. I'm sorry, but I just, I'm not afraid of uh, a friend of fear. And I don't like when people feel fear more, more than, than, than they feel trust in their in themselves and in the in god as you said if yeah. god put you there it means that he gave you everything you need to go along with it exactly. so i have more trust in god and in myself than i have in everything done by a human being this is what i wanted to also teach people during this period stop being afraid of everything that's around you just build trust in yourself and in god there is something that like a message that i would give people and this is the message uh, god is bigger than everything else around you so he's inside you as long as you have it inside you you are have no reason to be afraid and this is why i think this year for me was actually a very good year because <laughs> i have no fear i have no fear so i just drive my life as i did so far and i i'm every day i'm trying to be the best version of myself even though it's hard i'm not doing this i'm not saying i'm doing i'm just trying for now yeah and as long as you try you get there thank you for being with us today don't forget to hit the share button and share this episode with your friends subscribe to be the first one who get to hear the next episode and if you listen to my website I'm waiting you on Life Invites community. Let your email address there so you can be updated with the latest tips on how to be healthy in a holistic way from body to mind, soul and relationships. And go in the description below, look at the contact information and connect. We are looking to see you again in the next episode of Life Invites podcast. Mm-hmm.